also, to be completely honest, I am actually enjoying taking weekends off. And, I mean, that's... That is, like, I, I'm I'm not one to, you know, want to do work necessarily every single day. I really like having those more days than not in a state of flow, in a state of listening to and following my own intuition. And I don't know, I feel like the next podcast that I launch which I'm, I'm, I'm working on mulling on it. I think it's going to have a, a very different feel to it. And I think that'll be good. Um, and I, and I'm going to launch it, you know, as it feels right. I think, I don't know. I, I still haven't figured that out yet. Cause I know they always say, be consistent about it launched or you know put a, put a bunch of episodes up always or always do it at the same time every week twice a week if you can you know like stay on people's radar all this stuff and it's like I'm gonna go with what feels good I think it's one of those things that I'm learning from this too is that going with what feels good is really important and listening to that intuition listening to how things land in our body because our body is where is how we listen to our intuition you know our minds are so active and so loud all the time and we're so used to listening to our minds and our thoughts and all these things that it's like it's almost like it's it's hard to hear anything else it's it's hard to even i mean to be completely honest, I mean, before, before I really got into this spiritual journey and all of this, uh, it's like my mind was the, was the only thing. It was, it was rationality and that was it. And I was just like, like, I didn't even acknowledge my feelings other than anger. I was just like, oh, I don't really get feelings. I'll all I really know is anger, <laughs> which like in hindsight and all of that, that's one of those, wow, well, that's, that's a sign that there was some healing to do for sure. Anger is one of those very common secondary emotions. Anger very commonly covers up all kinds of pain and fear and all these things. So anywho, uh, listening to myself and my my body and the parts of me that are me not my mind um i mean i guess my body's not me either but my body knows things that my mind doesn't know and it's kind of like the three of us working together you know my mind my body and my soul and yeah getting those all all in alignment and a form of balance, I think, because it's like, it's kind of interesting because I think for the most part, it seems like the soul tends to be fairly static in that, you know, like who we are deep down, like what, what 
I mean, I guess our resonances maybe change, our energies change and stuff, but but I guess energy is, is energy different than soul? Anyway, what was I thinking about this? Energies and stuff, yeah. So, because we can pick up different energies, and it's really interesting because objects and things pick up energies, and I think this is where, where this whole uh, idea and these stories come around you know, uh, psychic type people being able to hold an object and tell you this whole history behind it. And I mean, honestly, it's, it's a little relatable to me. Uh, my last car that I had, I was the second owner, but I bought it through a dealership. So I never knew the previous owner or why they got rid of it. But at one point, maybe within the first year or two of getting the car, I don't know when it happened, but it just, it was like, at, there was just like before this point in time. And then after this point in time, I just, I just, it was like, a, kind of, I guess an instant kind of download or whatever of a story. And the thing is, I don't know if it's, if it's true or not, but it's always rung true to me and it's, and it hasn't deviated like this, this story of of what, of like my car's previous life with its previous owner in that, you know, it was uh, like little things, not the whole, not its whole life or anything, but like it was like my car was very well taken care of, very well loved, um, purchased as kind of a midlife crisis car, but a, a more practical midlife crisis car. Uh, it, you know, uh, yeah, just very well taken care of from that standpoint too. And then it was kind of one of those things where I get the impression that it was like their kid was learning how to drive and, you know, they, there were pressures to teach the kid to drive stick or, you know, and so they, they were learning on, on on my old car, their car, and, and then at some point curbed it really hard, uh, because the, uh, front bumper, the bottom of it was missing, and one of the, uh, rims, I think they're aluminum, probably an, probably an alloy, I'm sure it's an alloy, aluminum would be hella expensive, they weren't just there was some kind of alley but the rim was dented uh still held air but it was noticeably dented uh and so I just kind of got this impression that it basically like it wasn't a hundred percent the previous owner's choice like they were very sad in they're parting with the car and and that the damage wasn't their fault it was it was someone else's it was um a pain that was also a pain pain point for them and that they didn't really super want to get rid of the car but it was one of those things where they maybe there were pressures again or I don't know, but it was it was just kind of this like sad parting with the car. So um, 
but it was it was really interesting because I, I just kind of that whole thing just like kind of came to me in like an instant while I was sitting in the car. And I just like just suddenly knew this like backstory. And again, I don't I don't know if it's true. I, I don't really have any way of finding out either. But it was just something I suddenly knew. It was interesting. And so I was noticing recently that uh this ring that I that I that I got this past week, a week ago, week ago today actually, on Monday, last Monday, I manifested into existence a beautiful little moldavite ring, which fits my spell casting fingers perfectly. And you know, I was, you know, coming off of that retreat we were talking about and, you know, feeling really good and all this stuff and, and then following my intuition, it led me to that store where I found that ring, very happenstance, it was an antique store. And then from that point, I was basically just, I was basically wearing the ring from that point forward until... I want to say like Thursday or maybe Friday. And uh, in that time, it was kind of interesting because I was able to maintain my energetic. It, it started to waver a little bit Wednesday and then I think it dipped more on Thursday I think it was Thursday, maybe it was Friday that I that I took off the ring. But yeah, I I got the kind of hit to I was doing an energetic clearing for myself because I had learned how to use a pendulum as like a a tool to channel and like focus my energy and then as a kind of almost measuring device to to visually show me what's going on basically real simple like basically to show me when the clearing is in process when the clearing is done kind of things you know so very very simple but it's but it's a focus point to help keep my energy and intention on the clearing itself so that's also helpful because I feel like doing it without it like I it it's it's possible but it's one of those things that before I had the pendulum as a tool I would I, I'm pretty sure I was stopping too soon you know like I would or rather I was doing more of a grounding than a clearing before and those are two different energies as it turns out. Um, and so anyway, I went to do an energy clearing for myself and I did cleared the energy and stuff. And yeah. And then I took off the ring and I was like, I wonder. And, and like, I, I hadn't really done an energy clearing for an object before I had done it before for myself. I did it for, um, our rabbit, the rabbit that lives in our house. 
he seemed to like it. I need to do it again for him. Um, but he he's doing pretty good. He likes it in my room. But yeah, sometimes when he when yeah he was he's just hanging out in my room, and so I did a little clearing for him, and then he fell asleep. So um, yeah, I've done it for myself, and I've tried to do distance ones. Distance ones, I think I need a little more practice on because the focus can be a little bit more challenging because it's very dependent on visualization and the focus I think it's just that the focus needs to be a little stronger anyway so I wasn't I wasn't super sure how it was going to work the pendulum thing or using a pendulum uh, to help me with an energetic clearing um, for the ring but I was like, shoot, I'll just ask, because um, you can ask the pendulum questions too. There's, there's a whole like caveat to asking yes or no questions with a pendulum, like because you know your own energy can can play into that, and I've and I've seen that before too, where I get kind of confusing responses, and then you know whenever something's kind of confusing. Uh, that's that's an invitation to look inward and be like, okay, do I have any any pulls or pushes in any particular direction? And usually, when I'm getting something confusing, yes, I I do. There's there's a direction that I I want things to go at some level, and that will that energy that energetic will confuse um, any responses I'm getting with the pendulum because the pendulum then it's picking up on that energy because um, all it all it does is reflect what energy is doing from what I've been able to tell at this point with using it so far which is very light but it seems effective at any rate so yeah cleared my energy then I went and I was like I asked it and I was like because these are all neutral questions um but I asked it if it was possible to clear the energy of an object like my ring. And it was like, yes, it is. And I asked it, does the pendulum need to be over the object um, to clear the energy? And I was like, no, it doesn't. And I was like, cool, because the ring was just sitting right next to me. So, um, so I was still able to look at it and stuff and put the energy there, um, in that way, and so, yeah, oh, and then I, so then I asked if there were any, um, like, kind of disturbing, discordant energies, um, attached to the rings that, ring that needed to be cleared, and the pendulum was very certainly like, yes, there are. And I was like, okay, let's do that. And and so it started doing the pattern it does when it's clearing for me. And it was swinging pretty hard. Um, fairly hard. I mean, yeah, it was swinging pretty hard. And yeah, and then it just kept going for at least two minutes like my arm was starting to be like okay um but yeah no it was going for a while and it was going pretty hard so I just kind of got the impression that the ring had a kind of hard life before like that there was it picked up a lot from somewhere and and then it ended up at a an, uh, 
at a antique store like I don't know I like I, I don't know how it got there but it, it it tracks that that maybe it did have a kind of hard life um so I was like okay clear that out and because that was the thing too is I I was having a really hard time setting the intention with the ring because I had a very specific intention that I that I wanted to put into um whatever Moldavite piece that I was gonna pick up manifest and I was having a hard time getting that intention to stick to it it kind of it kind of felt like nothing was really sticking to it like it like it felt tired if that makes sense just the the energy of it it just it just felt tired and um or something it it felt it felt a little like maybe uncomfortable i don't know um but yeah definitely after i i cleared it it felt tired oh but i did also after so after i cleared the ring then i checked again with my pendulum, I was like, I was like, I wonder, um, and so I asked it, I asked, um, I asked if I had picked up any of the energies from the Moldavite ring before I had done the clearing, and my pendulum was like, yeah, you did, and I was like, cool, okay, can we please clear those, and so, like, you know, it's doing the clearing thing, and, and, Luckily, it's not it's not swinging nearly as hard as it did when I was clearing the actual ring, and it didn't swing for nearly as long either. Maybe only like twenty seconds, if that. Um, so yeah, I cleared those out of myself as well. So that's that's just kind of interesting though, because that's something that I've always been aware of that I can pick up energies from around me. Um, but it was just it was just interesting seeing it in that way too. Um, cause I had been, I had been wearing this, this ring like every day for like, what, since I got it. So like three, four, maybe four, four like four ish days, five ish days. Um, and so it's like seeing like, yeah, no, you, you definitely do pick things up. And it's, and it's interesting too, because you know, when it's a, a person, uh, it's a lot more obvious because you can see, because we can see and we can connect and we can be like, ah, this person is feeling this thing because that's how empathy works. Right. Um, and that's where this, you know, concept of the empath comes from is that, is that not only can we, does the empath see, ah, this person is feeling this thing. The empath, empath also feels, ah, this person is feeling this thing and feels it in themselves as if they're feeling that. And, um, that's something that I can, I think everyone really honestly does. This is just, I think it's just a human thing. We say it's like, oh, it's empaths. No, it's, it's humans. Um, it's, it's humans, it's animals. Like, like if you, if you ever seen like horses or bunnies, horses and bunnies are incredibly empathic. Most animals are, um, they're affected a lot by the energies of people when people are upset they yeah they reflect that they pick up on that um horses and and bunnies prey animals i think especially will pick up on 
kind of anxious energy and reflect that super hard. Um, like they'll ratchet it up, um, because they're, they're picking up on that and they're like, well, if you're scared, then there's a reason to be scared and I should be scared and I'm a prey animal. So fear is a big thing for me as my big driving force, you know? And, um, so it's like, we see in that way that energy can be passed from one thing to another, from one living thing to another. But it's interesting to see also like a confirmation. This is something I always kind of knew, but to see that confirmation of, you know, energy can be passed from an object to a person as well, which is really interesting. Um, cause I was also recently, um, when I, when I would buy things from thrift stores, I, I used to always wash them, but then I was like, I realized I was doing that out of habit because it was something my mom taught me. And I was just kind of like, I had been, you know, reassessing my habits and, and all these things and, and trying to figure out, you know, why I was doing things and like, if they were actually necessary and then like kind of trying things differently. If I was like, I'm not sure about that. Cause I was like, it was like the washing thing. And, um, I had originally assessed it as like, maybe it's a, a fear mentality of like, I don't trust this, or I think this is going to be, you know, this is something that I need to protect myself by washing it first. Um, so I was like, and so because I thought it was a, a fear mentality, I was like, I don't need to do that. Um, and then I realized, uh, after this with the ring, I realized that what was actually more likely was, is, or what what's actually valid, uh, with, with washing things is that it clears its energy. It clears the old energy. Um, cause well, it, it's pretty effective at least at clearing the old energy, washing something in your own detergents and stuff is pretty good for, for clearing energies. Um, so yeah, so I'm going back to washing things, um, that I pick up from places because, uh, I mean, even from stores, it depends, it depends on the store. Like, how did that come to be? Like what, like who created it? What conditions were those people working under? Like how, like what kind of mood were they in when they were working on this, you know? So it's like all those things can be picked up by objects, by, the things in our, in our world. And so it's just like, this is why energetic clearing is so important. This is why paying attention to energies is so important. And, um, yeah. So anyway, I have not been wearing my ring since what Thursday or whenever I took it off last. And I just, gave it a little spa day. I cleaned it up and scrubbed it with some silver, some silver polish stuff. So she's looking real shiny now. Uh, I had, after the clearing, I had left it in my windowsill. Um, cause I, I also checked in on that. I was like, well, I had a, I guess, no, yeah. So I had the in, intuitive hit of, oh, I could leave it out and charge it because it felt that was when it was feeling tired. And I was like, "Mm, I feel like you could 
I could help you out somehow, you know, like, I don't know how long you've been in that store, and then I don't know how long you were in a box or whatever, you know, like, when's the last time you saw sunlight? Um, But I checked on those particular energies to see if, because it was a full moon, and then, you know, the the sun after that, so I I, um, left it in the windowsill for a couple of days. It's feeling so much better now so much better like simultaneously lighter clearer um more energetic but i think i'm gonna leave it one more um give it one more turn with the sun um before i start wearing it again just just get a couple more hours in there tomorrow morning or something um but yeah Because charging, charging can be helpful too. And then I'm going to do a little intention ceremony because it feels at this point, um, I was holding it and feeling into it and it feels much more receptive now. Um, in that I think that it would accept like a kind of intention setting programming type ceremony at this point. I think before it was just like there was too much going on around it that it, it hadn't released that hadn't been cleared yet so um it helped it out just been been taking care of it and basically treating it as like a little spa little spa spa weekend spa retreat um where we don't have to do any work we just get pampered and cleaned and cleansed energized all these things so it's doing good um helping it to know that it's 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 in a new home. It's home now and can be taken care of and loved and all these things. And as past is in the past, you know. I mean, it's had a long life. All of the uh, elements and pieces, and not to mention the stone, 14 million years, like, <sighs> had a life, you know? So. And, you know, that last life was just a blip. This one will be a blip, you know. But be a good little, be a good time. So, anywho, grateful that I I was called to clear that energy because I think that was affecting me and starting to bring me down a little bit. And so I've been trying to rekindle and... Um, I guess, bring my embodiment back to closer to where it was uh, after the retreat. Um, but it'll take, it'll, it'll take, I mean, it'll take however much time it, it needs to take, but, um, anywho, uh, that's just a little bit of a, some thoughts on, like, energy and, like, the energetics of objects and, how it's important to consider these things and to consider how we can absorb these things, whether we're conscious of it or not, you know, whether it's from a, like, living thing, specifically, like a, like a living, breathing thing, 
I mean, I don't know if maybe maybe stones do breathe. Maybe it does. I, we just maybe maybe they just live on a timeline that's so like long. Maybe their lifespans are just so long that we can't even comprehend the way that they move through life, metals and stones and things. Anywho, that's a that's a topic for another day, but energies, man. Clearing them is important. Paying attention to the things that we pick up. Clearing that when we do pick that stuff up, you know. Practicing letting things go. Grounding the energies into the earth because the earth is always there. The earth is an incredible trans transmuter of energy. Um, anywho, so just some things to consider. And some reflections over this this past week for me, when it, as far as uh, energetics and that kind of stuff goes. So, anywho, whatever you're up to, wherever your journey is, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to listen this far. And, yeah, keep going.